0: Hi guys, welcome to POV, You're My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. Um, this has been an exciting week, and to everybody here who is new, welcome. <laughs> um, Honestly, this week was kind of nuts, you guys. So my video blew up on TikTok um, of me saying, I hate all men. I hate men and they mamas, because they made men, and I hate your dead grandpa, so that blew up, and then a bunch of my responses also, like, got a little bit of attraction, but, um, it's so crazy, the amount of, like, comments, and people who, like followed me on Instagram, and, like, messaged me, and were, like, hello, girlie, um, I feel how you feel, and I was, like, I'm so sorry that you feel how I feel, like, honestly, like, every time somebody told me that they understood how I felt, I was just, like, man, I'm, I wish I was not, I wish I was the only person who felt this because that feeling fucking sucks. But regardless, I'm so excited you guys are here. Hi, bitches. How are you? How are you? Are you doing good? Um, maybe I'm your therapist now. But um, but yeah, this morning I got a DM from a girl and she was like, um, she was telling me like some personal stuff she had going on. And then she was like, I'm from Australia. And I was like, <gasps> I've got listeners in Australia. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome darlings. So that's like so cool. Like I was looking at the infographic and that shows me like where everybody's listening to. Oh my god, like Dubai. Hey girlies in Dubai. If you know a Dubaian prince, Dubai. Girlies in Dubai. If you know a prince who is looking for, who's nice and who's looking for a beautiful woman to spoil, she's me. Um, like people like all over the fucking world. This is crazy. Like I get it. The internet is like a worldwide thing, but like when you kind of like get a breakdown of it, you're like, holy shit, this is a worldwide thing. Um, but yeah, so that's been going on and I've been dealing with that. Um, and I'm kind of going to talk about. A lot of questions that I received, and I'm actually going to give some helpful information today. (laughs) Um, I think that's probably going to be the first time that I give helpful information instead of just complain. Um, A lot of girlies were talking about how they want to go to therapy, and I can give some input on that. So um, I don't have health insurance because I live in America, America, and they don't like humans living life well, you know? So the way I started going through therapy was I found this through Twitter. I found a organization called the Loveland Foundation and, um, they have a database of black therapists, uh, who are mostly like female therapists. And I know they do work with like LGBTQ, IA plus folks too so I think they have a different branch for that therapy and I'm not sure what it's called I really could just look it up I could look it up so I'm gonna look it up yeah it's the lovelandfoundation.org but they have a crisis hotline and they have a therapy fund and the therapy fund is the way that I got started with therapy so let me read you what it says. It says through our partnerships with therapy for black, let me, okay, I'm not going to read that whole thing. I'm just going to break it down. So basically what you do is you go to therapy for Um, and they will, you apply, you fill out the form and they will, uh, give you four to eight vouchers to use at therapist to you. Oh my God. I can't talk. They will give you four to eight vouchers to talk to you so you can go see a therapist. Um, I ended up getting eight vouchers because after my first four sessions I asked for four more. So I did that. And then once that ran out, my therapist, which I think honestly is one of the most important parts of this, therapy can get really expensive. And I didn't know this until my therapist mentioned it. But a lot of therapists will work on a sliding scale depending on your income. So if you're a student, if you're just a broke girl like moi, um, you can use you can reach out to your therapist's office not your therapist's office. You can reach out to a therapist's office, um, see if they work on a sliding scale and see what that number is and if it works for you. I know my therapist only takes a certain number of sliding scale patients. I don't know if it's a year or like a quarter, but she takes only a certain number. It's not as much as it normally would be, but, um, but yeah, it's been super helpful. And like, even then, like, it's still a little bit pricey, but, it's been helpful and like, you know, everything comes at a cost and I think it's definitely an investment. It's definitely an investment. <laughs> and it's definitely improved my mental health. <laughs> Yay. Um, so the Loveland foundation and I know there are others and I saw one on TikTok a really long time ago and I, and I sent them an email and I don't, I cannot find the fucking email and I search high and low for their name, but I could not find it. But, I think that one provides therapy for, um, everybody. So like you really just have to go on a deep dive of free therapy and free counseling. Um, and you will find stuff. I promise you, you will find free therapy because a lot of like mental health is a huge thing and they want you to get better. So, um, yeah, do that. The second thing that a lot of you guys were asking me about was, um, i don't know why but the other tiktok i made about rich men and treating me nice um kind of blew up a little well it didn't blow up Ugh, not a up, but like it got a lot of traction and the bitches was asking questions and the thing is i don't know how to answer your questions girl like <laughs> i don't know how to answer these questions um they're asking like how to get a rich guy i don't fucking know I said, I have just been lucky that the last couple guys I went out with were wealthy and that they did not mind spoiling me. If I knew what I was doing, I would still be with these guys. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Um, But another question that I got was how did I stop? Y'all are going to be disappointed in this answer. How did I stop seeking validation? The thing is, I don't think I've ever actually really stopped seeking validation. I think I have just gotten it to a point where it doesn't drive my fucking existence. Okay. Um, cause we're always seeking validation. And that's the thing. Like, I don't actually think there's anything wrong with seeking validation. We're people. If we were meant to be alone, we would be born by ourselves and Well, okay, I know we're born by ourselves, but I mean, like, we would hop out the womb. Like, we wouldn't need a womb. We would need a... Not even an egg. Like, we'd be like a fucking... You know how, like, um flies come out of, like, rot? That's what we would be like. Like, we would be self-sufficient from birth to death. If we didn't need connection with other people, we wouldn't have other people. We wouldn't feel that longing. Like, the need for validation, I feel like that's actually a very normal thing. And I feel like that is just about as human as you can get. The need for needing other people is just about as human as you can get. And I think sometimes people who are not used to like prolonged loneliness, who are not used to actually just existing in their own fucking company, fix their mouths so easily to tell you, you don't need anybody else you don't need a man, you don't need this, and it's like, yeah, you think I don't need that, and maybe I don't need that, I can survive, I'm definitely not gonna die if I don't have that, but it's actually very painful to just keep living without it. And a lot of the times, like my friends will tell me that, even my single friends, and I, I look at their lives and I'm like, you have, I'm not about to get mad here, you have two parents, you have a group of friends that you have known since you were a child, I have myself and my dog and my parent when they're not being judgmental and micromanaging my existence. And then I have a sister who is 10 years my senior and living a life. Tell me where where I can find that in my life. And then we can have a deeper conversation about how I don't need these things. Um, I know personally, it's not that I need attention from a man, it's that I need a community. I know that if I had that community, I wouldn't I wouldn't care about dating as much. Like I wouldn't, but I don't have that. So I care a lot actually. Um and people are like, learn to be in your own company. Bro, I'm in my own company 24 7, 365. Shit stays on my mind. Okay, I'm in my company all the time. I would love to be in somebody else's company. But not too long ago, my sister said something to me that I was like, you're going to need to shut up or else I'm going to like rock your shit. I was telling her, like all of my best friends live in other places. They live so fucking far from me. If I needed a hug, I'd have to get on a flight and fly to New York or drive four hours to fucking Nashville. Okay, so I just don't have that company where I am and I absolutely hate it and that is a conversation for a different day because um, I'm not about to fall into this pit of despair tonight today and I was like I just wish I, I told her I was like I wish I had a friend here like somebody that I could do everything with and whatever and she was like you know that you can't force people to do everything you want them to do right did I say that I didn't say that that's not what I said I said I wish I had company like Every time I start talking about, like, what the things I want that involve somebody else, people who already have a semblance of that want to tell me that, oh, it's not all roses and flowers. It's not what you think it's like. Like, a relationship is not what you think it is. You know that, right? Like, I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. I'm not, I don't know. I don't wear rose-colored glasses, like, I, I'm i not making shit up in my head and saying that these are the rules like I'm just telling you what I want like I want like if you're a person who when people tell you the human connections they crave you without meaning to diminish it and invalidate that I want you to just shut the fuck up. Don't tell your single friend who's been single for like 10 years that she needs to just focus on herself because what do you think she's been doing for those 10 years? No, really. What do you think she's been doing for those 10 years? Who has she been spending time with? She hasn't been focusing on a spouse because she doesn't have one or a kid. She doesn't have one. Who? You see my problem here? Um... So I have a lot of issue with that. And I hate hearing it. And if you're my friend and you've said that to me recently, know that I wanted to choke you out when you said it. And I just decided not to because it's not worth jail time. And also I didn't explain myself because it's just not worth explaining to yet another person who's going to wipe it from their memory and say it again in about two weeks. So, um, so yeah, uh, I didn't really plan on... (laughs) I don't know. I, for, I, I didn't think about what I was going to talk about today, but I didn't think I was going to talk about relationships again, but I think I might because I, I just, I feel like there's still a lot to unpack here. (laughs) As my therapist would say, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, there were also a lot of men in the comments talking about how, um, oh, one guy said I was an awful woman and I was like, bitch, shut up. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like quite literally, I, I, Anybody who has the ability to fix their mouth and call me an evil, devious, awful person, I know you don't have sense. I know you don't because I'm quite literally so wonderful. And if you hate me, you probably hate women. I know that sounds a little cocky and maybe it is, but I just don't care. And I just don't think I believe you. So there's that. But there were a lot of men who were like, um, I don't know, saying that like women were part of the problem. And it's just like, no, they're not. Men are so emotionally unavailable. They're so just lost and in a way that is just like how have you survived for so long and actually you're not surviving right now because women want emotional competency and you don't have it and women are suffering because of it and men are suffering because of it and it's this humongous divide that is like women will take the time to go and take care of their mental health and seek to be better and try to be better and men are just watching from the sidelines sometimes getting mad because they are Because their girlfriends are realizing that they're codependent and that they're in shitty relationships and that they need to step up and they're like, ew, I don't like what that's done to you. Like, I just don't get it. I just, like, why, in what world do you not want to be a better version of yourself? Just because it means confronting that you might actually be a piece of shit. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. But, um, but yeah, there was just a lot of men like trying to tell the thousands of women in the comments that they were wrong. And it's like, if so many women feel the same way, you don't start to wonder, hmm, maybe there's an issue. I just couldn't imagine. Imagine being a man right now and thinking that there's not a man problem. (laughs) That's shocking. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, reading a lot of these comments from the women and like there were married women talking about how their husbands were shit and how terrible they were. And I was like, bro, this is I already was not I was I was trying to feel optimistic. I was trying to feel like, you know, love is a possible thing and and not settling is a possible thing. But you know what? Reading these comments, I really just my optimism has fled she's gone i just don't and then coupled with the fact that i <sighs> please tell me why the man that like we're not even going to give him an identity at this point the, the 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 it why would you why would you he's not going to listen to this cuz he doesn't give a shit about me so i fuck you <sighs> so i heard a phrase the other day that i heard for the first time ever and I was like fuck that makes sense there is a phrase called future faking and it is when somebody you are dating they start telling you all their plans for you to in the future or somebody you're talking to somebody that like you're not you're not in that comfortable place of a relationship with like you know what I'm saying like There's, there comes a point where like somebody you're dating feels like a friend. You're not there yet at this point, but they're telling you all the things they want to do with you in the future, all the places they want to go with you, all the places they want to take you, all the experiences they want to have with you. And essentially it's a form of love bombing and they're, I don't know why they're saying it. I don't understand why they're saying it, but they don't mean it. And they're either doing it from a place of fear or a place of soothing themselves and bringing themselves comfort, trying to think that they have the ability to get to that point. When in real life, they don't, they fucking don't. So this motherfucker future faked me and I fell for it because like, honestly, like, I don't know. I thought the universe was sending me signs. I was just being a dumb, dummy, dumb, bubbly bitch. And I just, I really thought, I thought, you know, I was silly and I thought that a man could be great. Um so he future faked me and and the thing is like he told me all that stuff and then just disappeared. Interesting. So um I was like all right, well I'm not going to reach out um because I'm I'm just not. Why would I? But then I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know what fuck it? If you're my if you're my If you're my person, it shouldn't matter if I reach out or if you reach out. So I texted him. Please tell me why this motherfucker left me undelivered. Watched my story. (laughs) Uh, And then just never answered. And I'm like... You're done. You're done. You're done. And also I'm done. I just it gets harder and harder to imagine a world where I get past the prerequisite of the talking phase of the talking stage and I'm getting older and I just don't get it I don't get it I spend a lot of time reflecting on my life and like last night one of my friends she said to me she was like um, she pulled my cards a couple days ago, actually. she pulled my cards, and you know, like she did the whole ritual and she pulled my cards and she received um she sent me a picture actually, and she got i'm scrolling okay, oh, that's why it was It like unloaded itself. She got, the first card she pulled was, hurry up. Okay, the first card she, she pulled the Ten of Cups, the Seven of Swords, the Five of Wands, the King of Swords, and the Hierophant. So, which I thought, like, was pretty on point, like, regarding, like, work and stuff. Because it literally was, like, keep doing your podcast. That's what I got from that. And then when I asked her to pull for my love life, um, and essentially like this person in particular, we got the fool. So, and I know the fool means like approach things with like a care, like wonder and excitement and stuff like that. And, um, I know that. So I hope for the best. And I was like, I'm going to text him. And then I text him and then, you know, all that happened. And I was just like, all right, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, but she told me this morning, she was like, um, she'd gotten to a point where she was just like, I'm just going to focus on my work and like the stuff I already have going on and I'm just not going to try to find anybody. And the thing is, I feel like I don't really go looking. I don't really go looking like for relationships. Like these things find me. I'm like, it's like, I feel like every time I think about it, I feel like I'm just sitting there in my corner, like painting. And then somebody comes and they're like, Hey, can I offer you a cookie? And I'm like, sure. And then they give me the cookie and there's a fucking razor blade in it. And then I'm like bleeding. And then they're like, Oh, what's wrong? I'm like, the cookie you gave me has a razor blade in it. And then they're like, well, I didn't tell you to eat the cookie. I just, you know, I came and gave you a cookie. I didn't tell you to eat it. <laughs> I came and I told you I liked you. I didn't tell you to believe me. Why would you do that, you silly goose? So that's what I feel like. And um, I just, I love cookies. and, <laughs> And I just feel like at this point, I just am not going to eat any more cookies. And those comments really just did not make me feel any more optimistic about that and I honestly just hate that like it's such a normal thing I hate it like everybody deserves to feel good everybody deserves to know how the person they're dealing with feels about them you at least deserve that so you're telling me and the thing that annoys me is when guys are like, well, I don't actually really know if I like you. So you're, t- and though that's, that's their excuse for why they're not putting an effort in with you is because they're like, I don't really actually know you. Okay. So get to know me, take the time to get to know me, but they don't want to make that investment. Cause like, they're like, that's an investment of in my time of my effort. And I already, and I don't know you. So I don't, why would I put in that time and that effort and I make that investment and I don't know you? Well, dumbass. You have to make that investment. It's a chance you have to take, but then it's like I don't want to have to beg somebody to give me a chance to take a fucking chance. You mean to tell me, yeah, you don't fucking know Rihanna, but if Rihanna showed up here and she you tell me I don't know rihanna i can't i I can't waste that time and that investment cause I don't know her. No, you bitch, you fucking liar, you're a fucking liar, so That, like, just annoys me, and I just, like, I feel like there's, like, two good niggas in the world, and God put one in, like, the middle of the Congolese jungle, and then the other one is dead at the bottom of the river somewhere, and I'm, and he's just, like, make it work, bitch. You better work, bitch. And it's, it's just, like, discouraging. It's annoying. It's upsetting. It's... It's so many feelings that I feel like are constantly in fucking validated by people telling you to work on yourself and to take care of yourself and to put your own feel and like to put your, 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 your you first. And it's like, bitch, what have I been doing? What have I been doing? Like, I don't sit at home and just like think about these men. I don't do that. I sit at home and I work on my stuff. I work on my projects. I work on the life that I want to have for myself. But I don't want to have a life where I have all the beautiful things I want and none of the emotional fulfillment. That is a part of being human, is wanting emotional fulfillment. And then there are some people who say things like, you can get that from friendships, you can get that from girlfriends. You can, but it's just as hard to get. I... But, like, where I am right now, I am not around the people I want to be around. I'm not. And I I just, I'm not. Like, I don't know how to how to say that. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm just not. I have people that I love and that I, I have fun with. But if you're telling me to replace my want for marriage, for children, for a lifelong partnership with those? Absolutely not. That could not fill 10% of what I want. And I feel like that's really unfair. And then, I, I'm still airing out grievances, I guess. I feel like that's actually really unfair to tell somebody who's one heterosexual that they can replace the need for romantic love with friendship. Like, shut the- Up. Shut it up. Truthfully. Like, shut up. I get people are trying to be, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to make you feel better. I understand that. Um, They're trying to let you know that you're not alone. I understand that. But at some point, you just have to acknowledge the reality. That people want what they want and you cannot give them a suggestion to replace it because it is not what they want. Okay? You know that. You know that. So just stop trying. Just validate how people feel. Just tell them, I understand. I know it's not fair. It's not. And I'm sorry that you don't have what you want. And I hope you find what you want. And it's not fair to you that you don't have what you want. That you are not finding the emotional connections that you want. It's really simple. Like, I cannot describe to you the fire that I feel when my friends... Like, focus on yourself. <sighs> if I focused any more on myself, I would glow vibrant white light, would shoot out of my pussy, and I would levitate. <laughs> okay? Okay? like, please, please, like, oh my God. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? There was another thing I was going to say that was like quite important. Um, okay. And then also lastly, telling me to be gay is also not helpful. Like, what? y'all hate fake gays. Y'all want me to be a fake gay? I can't do it. And you don't want me to do it. So stop. Also an option. Um, there was something else I was going to say, and it has just absolutely, absolutely, absolutely slipped my mind. It was about dating still. Hmm. I can't remember, but, um, something else that I did want to talk- oh, okay, wait, no, this is actually very important. I was going to segue into this. So, on the topic- Of focus on yourself. I wanted to, I've thought about this a lot, and I actually made a TikTok a long time ago about this, and I just want to put it in the podcast because it's just very important that I say this. Focus on yourself, right? When I say that, I'm not telling you that focusing on yourself is going to get you what you want in a mate and a partner. No. When I, when, when I, like, cause I said that on, I, I know I just went on a rant talking about when people tell me to focus on myself, I want to kill them. But, and I, but I know that I said that in a TikTok and I said that I focused on myself and that that's how I stopped wanting validation, whatever. Yes. But also I'm going to elaborate what I mean by that. When I say focus on yourself, I mean like, Make yourself easier to live with with you. Because I don't know how long I'm going to be single for. I might die alone. (sighs) I might die alone. But working on myself and working through the issues that I have and going to therapy, working on my body, working on my mind, working on my spirit and my soul make me easier to live with. So I'm not doing these things so somebody else can have a better time with me. I'm doing these things so that if I end up spending the rest of my life alone and I am my only company, I can bear to be with myself. Okay? Because I've been at a point where I could not bear to be with myself. And baby, I really, really probably needed to be in some grip socks. But by the grace of God, that did not happen. So i was not able to live with myself at that point okay so now working on myself i mean make myself able to live with myself that i can go to lunch with myself that i can feel fine doing these things that does not diminish my want for a romantic connection for a human connection for warmth with other people that doesn't change that i want those things If you told me, would you rather go eat lunch with, like, a man I'm, like, utterly, like, gagging over? Or myself, I would say a man I'm utterly gagging over. Now, if you said, like, a man that, like, I'm eh about, who's, like, hot and cold with me, I'd be like, no, I'd rather have lunch by myself. Because now I know that I deserve to not have to guess how people feel about me. If you're hot and cold with me, I don't need to be around you. So... I would rather, in that instance, I would rather spend time with myself because I know what I deserve. And I know that in the long run, that's going to cause me more problems, which is why I will be blocking that man that I spoke about earlier. I just need to get the strength to do it. But yeah, so when I say work on yourself, that's what I mean. And also going even deeper into that, um, a lot of times you get on TikTok and people are talking about, oh, self care. You need to practice self care. You need to practice self care. This is my Sermon on the Mount moment, okay? When people tell you practice self-care, they have a whole idea of how you should do that. How you should, yeah, run yourself a bubble bath, get a bath bomb, throw that shit in there, light a candle, eat some chocolate, get some wine, watch a movie, do all of these things, right? And those things are relaxing and maybe like your version of self-care is Buying yourself something that you definitely know you don't need. Running up your credit card. And you'll deal with the consequences of that later. Treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? But. That is a... Self-care is essentially, in my opinion, a capitalistic scam. Okay? Because to have that wonderful night and you need to buy a bath bomb, you need to buy a wine bottle, and you need to buy a candle and you need to buy a you need to rent the movie you need to run up your credit card you need to buy a whole lot of shit and it's like what about the people who can't buy that stuff what about the people who can't afford that who buying an extra candle or like buying a bath bomb will break their bank there are plenty of people like that do they not deserve self-care either like they're pushing these that you need to buy material goods to feel like nice and like to experience that self-care moment when really a lot of self-care what is real self-care is working on yourself is is cultivating a body and a mind that you can live in and be comfortable in and that you can you can have healthy coping mechanisms in that you and then and then when you have all those things you can turn it outward and create a really nice relationships with people and then those people will give you care when you need it and you can give them care when you need it. Like real self-care is learning how to love yourself so that you in turn can love others. And if you're unable to love others, if you don't get the opportunity to love others, then you can like pour that love back into yourself. And and you can still feel lonely in the midst of doing all of that. But I wanted to talk about the self-care thing because I feel like so many of the times my friends like, yeah, I'm having a self-care day. I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to, yeah, treat yourself and stuff like that. But like, you're still emotionally unavailable at the end of the day. Like that's not going to make the, a bath bomb is not going to make that go away. So buy things that you like, sure. But at the same time, like I, I felt like I just wanted to say that I don't like the message of like self-care is buying these things to make yourself feel better so that you can essentially gloss over the fact that you want to make human connections and that you want to cultivate relationships (sighs) there's something called being toxically independent I just want to say that and like that's another thing like I see people all the time they're like Becoming so emotionally detached that like, I don't care that he didn't talk to me. I don't care that he didn't do this, but you do care because you made a TikTok about it. You made a lot of TikToks about it, actually, and you're still talking about it. You may not say that you're upset and you may bury it that you're upset and you're not verbally admitting to it, but your actions prove otherwise. And those actions are actually using so much more energy than just saying that you're upset and having a good cry it's okay to want love oh my god it's okay to want to be loved fuck and like sometimes i feel so corny to say that isn't that crazy when guys ask me what are you looking for and i like i i i stutter and i'm like well you know i'd like something serious no bitch you want love and everlasting commitment you want a vial vial of his blood around your neck. Not anybody's blood, but like the person's blood. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you to like commit to the first fucking person you come across, but you want that. You want that love. Like you want that. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And it sucks that in the society we live in, the men are not providing that. That the men God put on this earth to provide and to be to be emotional shelters and to hug us and be kind to us and to protect us are the source of our violence. It really sucks. It's a, it's a huge disappointment. And it's even more disappointing when you try to look through the fog of it And it just doesn't seem to end. Yeah. It's okay that, like, women make up so much of society. Oh, no, it's not okay, actually. It's not okay that women make up so much of society. And, you know, most of the violence, like, women make up half of society and most of the violence is on them. Like, that's not okay. But it is okay in the midst of knowing that to still hope that you can find a provider and a protector and a man who is on this earth doing what God put him on the earth to do and not making a podcast where he talks shit about women and how he hates bitches and he's on fucking YouTube doing smash or pass videos. I swear to God, if I ever caught my daughter. If I ever caught my daughter on one of them smash the past videos, bitch, I'm beating the shit out of you. I know I did not put you on this earth to let some scraggly little boy make you do a 360 to tell you that he would not fuck you because your ass is too flat. Every time I see those videos, I get so irate because I'm like, does your mother fucking know you are doing this? And what upsets me is like it's not out of fun. They're not having fun. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not like you're joking. Like, there's a level of seriousness in it that like you can tell when the girls are like upset and discouraged. And it's like, no, do not let these crusty boys go down a line of you guys. Stress. Absolute stress for me as a future parent. Absolute stress. I'm actually not a future parent because I got my period today. Go off, queen. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's okay to want these things. All right? I'm not... I, I got a lot of, like, women in my comments who are like, Yay, fuck men. I am so glad I found you because you hate men as much as I do. And I'm like, um... Well, we need to talk about that. Um... <laughs> need to talk about it because I actually I I I love them so much sometimes it's annoying it is annoying um I meet men all the time who are really good at faking intimacy and actually I don't think they're faking it I think they're just afraid to commit to it when it comes down to it um in the moment they're so good at giving love Yeah. And they, I'm not even going to say that it means nothing because I feel like you have these moments when like, I don't know, you're talking to somebody or you're cuddling with them or like you're post sex, whatever. And like, what the fuck is the point of there being a guard up? There's no guard up. And you actually see what they want and they see what they want, and my God, will that fucking terrify a man. It will terrify the shit out of them. And it's actually really funny. It's really funny. um, And, like, you can see what they want so bad. And you can see that they're just, they do not want to allow themselves to have it. Because they're just terrified of the possibility of pain absolutely terrified. And I was thinking about that last night and I was thinking about it last night and I was like, damn, like I don't want that from anybody. I want that constantly from a specific, from one person, from one specific person. Um, cause a lot of guys can do that and they can fulfill that need. Cause I was like asking myself, I was like, do I actually, do I want to continue celibacy. Do I want to continue celibacy? Or do I want to, now that I realize that, oh, I actually maybe emotionally can't handle hooking up. Do I just want to do that? But then I was like, no, I don't. I don't. Because to get that, to make that little puzzle, to make that picture to make that grand picture out of little puzzle pieces, out of little bits and pieces of intimacy from oh, no, 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 no 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 no. Bitch, that is a black hole waiting to happen. It is a fucking slippery slope. It is, and it's like no, and I just want that from one person. I love monogamy. I just want that from one person. And like, I just don't care to have it from multiple people because I feel like you're trying to paint your, you're taking little puzzle pieces that don't match together to make a big picture. And I'm I'm not saying like, if you're polyamorous, like that's the problem. I'm just saying for me, that's how I feel. And I, everybody's different. So you have those two different words for reason, monogamy and polyamory. Is that how you say that? And they're, each of them are not for everybody, but I know for me, like I'm fucking a monogamist and I love that. And I don't really, I don't know. I think it's cause I don't like people. I don't like a lot of people either way, but, um, yeah, yeah. So I guess this was really a continuation of last week's conversation and like the stuff that I thought about throughout the week after our, our meeting, cause you guys are new And I'm new to you and we've just met and we're going to be best friends and I'm so excited that you're here and I'm so thankful that you're here and I just I love that I love that you guys are talking to me and that you guys are you know sharing it with your friends and like I just absolutely fucking love that I love that I am your friend now you're my friend now bitch (laughs) so that makes me super excited And it makes me super duper happy. I'm trying to fix my fucking leg because my leg is dead again. But it makes me super excited. It makes me super happy that you are here with me. And I hope you have an amazing week. And I hope that all of your manifestations come true. And I hope that you feel peace this week. And I hope that you find the love that you deserve. And I hope that you are filled with warmth and joy and... Just pure fucking bliss, bitch. I hope that that's what your week looks like. There's a fly in here. Um, and yeah, keep talking to me. And follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Vine V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. And on Twitter at Wordes, W-O-R-D-E-S. And on YouTube at POV My Therapist. And also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review. I would really appreciate it. Um, that would make me super duper fucking happy. Um, but yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for being my therapist. Thank you for being you. And thank you because you're going to be fucking kind to everybody you meet today. Mwah. Bye, bestie.